it's time to take off on the Award Travel 101 podcast. Helping you maximize your travel rewards, no matter your destination or budget. Now here are your hosts, Award Travel 101 Community Managers, Angie Sparks and Joseph Petrovic, to help you do extraordinary things on Ordinary Money. Did you know that more award space has been popping up than what we've seen in years? Rather than spending hours per trip searching on your own, let Thrifty Traveler Premium's Army of Flight Analysts do the work for you with their customized premium alerts. Whether using miles or points, or you're just looking for a cheap cash flight, Thrifty Traveler Premium will send customized alerts just for you from your selection of home airports, like 43,000 round trip to Japan. Want business class instead? They have you covered there too for 60,000 points one way. Other examples include Emirates Live Flat Business to Athens for 62,000 points, Air France KLM Business Class to Europe and North Africa for 30,000 points, and even their brand new Nerd Alert feature for unique first class service like Etihad Apartments or Cutter First Class. So if you want more premium deal award alerts sent straight to your inbox, Head on over to thriftytraveler.com and use promo code AT101 for $10 off your first year. And we're back for episode 45 of the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Joseph Petrovic, and I'm here with Angie Sparks this week. Hey, Angie. Hey, hey Joe. How are you? Just getting through some hail. So nice and cold here. A little bit warm. It's hot here. It's really hard to put a Christmas tree up and decorate it when you're sweating. Yeah, I, I'm uh, uh, feeling this cold weather and ready to get away. So we'll get into that here in a little bit. But first, we have a post from Dwayne Rice that you flagged. So tell me a little bit about Dwayne's post. So this is actually from a couple of weeks ago, not so much this past week. But Dwayne posted about his quote unquote low roller trip that he is taking to San Francisco with his family where he's staying at. Holiday Inn Expresses, a residence in an Airbnb, and his flights are going to be booked in economy. He hadn't booked those yet, but he was looking at either United or Delta. And it was more, you know, everybody always posts about their huge redemptions and their big trips and, you know, flying Q suites and going to the Maldives. And he goes, but he's getting, what is it? I think 13 nights in California for very little out of pocket. And what was very interesting are the number of people that came out and kind of supported him and said, I travel like this too. I'm so happy to see somebody else does this and and brags about it. And, you know, and I answered, I said, you know what, I think I'm kind of a mid-roller because for the most part, the only time I'm going to be doing those luxury flights is if it's a long-haul flight, I, I need the business class life flat seat because my back hurts. But otherwise, I'm, I'm in the back of the bus on an economy flight if it's a domestic, you know, three-hour flight or something. And for the most part, for hotels, I'm looking for something that's got a shower, a good bed, and a decent free breakfast, and hopefully air conditioning if I need it. So I'm a mid-roller, not a low-roller. I think I kind of fall into that same category because a lot of the time I will be also flying the back of the bus. And since the majority of my travels, as we're going to get into our main event uh, of trip recaps, I kind of looked over what I flew this year. And you know, almost all domestic travels were mostly booked in economy that I end up flying there, not always because of upgrades and things like that. But, you know, that's what I booked and was willing to pay for. And, you know, I, I look at the award travel in many ways also makes things 
more low roller because I wouldn't have been willing to spend what a lot of the costs of the places that I ended up staying ended up being if they were cash out of pocket. But I'd certainly use a credit card free night award certificate or, you know, some low amount of points to, to fly a nicer flight, you know, to upgrade that experience. And I think that's what miles and points is all about. I think that's what award travel is all about. That's what gives our members the ability to do what they want to do. And as uh, we, we often say in the community, when people ask, the perfect thing is, is there, there's something for everybody. There's something for everybody Mm -hmm. here. Not just, you know, all high-end stuff or all low-end stuff. You can make it the balance that fits you well. Exactly. So let's hop on over to the news. And we have some changes from the World of Hyatt program, revamping the program starting in 2024. With one of the biggest hits and probably... The most negative hit is to the guest of honor perk program. And, you know, that was something that some people won't, won't be impacted by at all because they probably don't do a ton of guest of honors. It will definitely impact me going forward because a lot of people, you know, come up to me and say, Hey, can I, you know, get a a free guest of honor? And I'm happy to do so. But why are they? limiting this particular perk. I don't know, but that's going to affect me if I can't go to you all the time to get a guest of honor booking. Well, it's going to affect a lot of other people that are not quite as close to me as you are. So you might (laughs) still be in there, but there are going to be some others who, who get limited on this. And I've always been happy to do a guest of honor for people. In fact, I'll be doing one for our 100K giveaway, and hopefully I can get that in before the end of the year so that it doesn't take one of my ones uh, that I'll get at the beginning of the year. Uh, thankfully, they will be depositing uh, five Guest of Honor awards, and that's something that's going to change is rather than having an unlimited amount, which is what I have now. Some people said, well, you only have 12 a year, and the only drawback to a Guest of Honor booking is how frequently you, if you're going to pay for it. You can do as many as you want. But if, uh, if you're, you're transferring points from somebody else to effectively pay for it, you're limited to a transfer every 30 days, which effectively limits it to once every 12 months if you're going to do it for different people every month. But I know there were people out there that were taking in hundreds of thousands of points and being able to do multiples for people and do multiple trips. So you only need one points transfer and then you can do lots of these for people. And unlike what I was doing, I I'm, was happy to do it complimentary, but I know there were people out there that were selling this as a service that, hey, you, you'll get yeah. free free parking and waived resort fees and this, that, and the next thing. And they were selling their global ser- service or guest of honor. So that is going to change starting January 1st, 2024, along with there'll be some new perks too. So I'm not going to get into all of these because there were so many changes. Most of them were. I would say negligible, but there is a new top tier certificate, the ultra award certificate. So that goes all the way up to category one through eight. I know that there are people that via spend or stays do actually hit the target that's needed to acquire this, which is 150 elite nights. So that's, that's a lot of stays. That's a lot of stays. Or a lot of decent amount of spend as well, because you can certainly earn that through spend or some combination of the two. 
but I don't see this as something that most people are going to be able to achieve. And even if they were, it may not make sense to, especially if you're going to do it through spend, because there's so many other opportunities to get new bonuses and new cards and things like that. So I guess we'll kind of see if you want to find out more information, we'll uh, include the posts from Award Wallet in our show notes and you can follow up on that. Additionally, there are several transfer bonuses going on, like so many. We've got American Express to Virgin for 30%, Amex to Singapore for 20%, Amex to Bonvoy for 20%. All told, there are 37 different promos going on that are going to, they will either have ended by the time this airs or they are ending soon. So Award Wallet had a nice article that kind of identified it and went by date of this is going to end, this is going to date on this date and, you know, buy miles promotions and transfer bonuses. Sadly, I still don't see an Amex to British Airways <laughs> bonus uh, transfer promotion. And that's what I'm kind of holding out for there. Yeah. You know, I've always talked in the past about speculative transfers. And now that I'm out of my virgin points, I'm feeling kind of... uh I'm feeling kind of broke there. So I don't know. I might have to speculatively transfer some Amex points back over to Virgin Atlantic because, you know, it's not something that I recommend for people just getting started. But I do have a seven plus figure balance of American Express membership rewards. And it's something that I can afford to throw a few points over Virgin's way to reduce my cost in the future, which is what I know that I will ultimately do. I might do it. I don't know. I, I've got a I've got a nice stash of Amex points as well. But I've got and I've got a very small chunk of Virgin Miles that have been sitting there that I've not been able to use just yet. But Shane Fortune was talking about how his parents are going to be going to Africa and he was talking about how to get how they were going to fly out of Tampa. And he said, Oh, they really like that um Virgin flight from Tampa to Heathrow in economy. I'm like, okay, I feel very shamed now. <laughs> That your your parents in their 70s are flying an economy and perfectly happy. And I'm like, no, I don't think I can do it. Well, so, for 10,000 10, points, know. It's like, that's like almost a no-brainer. Can't even fly across the country for 10,000 points. So Maybe uh, what I'll do is uh, I'll do that economy flight and I'll splurge on the hotel so I can like go get a massage and rest my back <laughs> once I arrive. Oh, man. Next, we have Alaska and Hawaiian merger. Breaking news today as we record this. And I'm kind of curious where this goes. We don't have a lot of details going forth. And who knows whether or not that will be approved by the U.S. Department of Transportation or not. But what do you think of this? I haven't really looked at a whole lot into it yet because we don't really know much yet. The only thing we know is that there's going to be one loyalty program going forward, and most likely that will be Alaska's. You know, again, I'm on the East Coast. I don't fly either carrier very much, so I don't know how much that would impact me. I, there's there's so much speculation about, ooh, maybe this will happen, and ooh, what about if that happens and whatnot? So. I think this is going to be one of those sit back and wait and see what ends up happening, you know, and don't speculate too much because it does still have to be approved. This literally was announced two day before, you know, a couple hours before we recorded this. So nobody knows anything really. I think it could be a, a big plus for those within the One World Network and who have One World status are looking to utilize some of that. But I'm kind of curious how this is going to affect United and JetBlue, who also have partnerships with Hawaiian and you know, that, you know, with them being 
now tied to Alaska, who's very closely married to American. And I, like I said, I'm just kind of curious what this does, because there were also some sweet spots within the Hawaiian program. Most people don't get into those too much, but really the sweet spots were in the upgrade awards. And if you could, of course, you could always luck out and find if you were able to find a true saver award on Hawaiian from like Boston to Honolulu. Or they used to have that Orlando to Honolulu route. Yep. Those nonstops <laughs> that they started at 40,000 uh, Hawaiian miles, which Hawaiian, you can get there, those from American Express and, and a few others as well. But I just, I'm sure those will go away and they won't be anywhere near as good under the mileage plan program. And the fact that they had a pretty neat upgrade program. So if you had like a, a reasonable cash ticket, you could find upgrade awards rip reasonable as well. I mean, 25,000 miles to upgrade to business class. So it wasn't like you went into a premium economy. You could, if you found like a $199 ticket and you use 25,000 miles to upgrade because most people don't know about that, you could upgrade right. to their business class. So that's something that I'm just speculating myself would be eliminated from that. But who knows what any of this is going to bring. And let's head on over to trip updates. Looks like you've got a lot of things listed here, Angie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing. Nothing going on. Nothing booked. Nothing new. Nothing canceled. But nothing. Nothing whatsoever. Very sad. That, We're going to be starting to get kind of twitchy soon if I don't get something booked and and actually plan to go on it. What's even sadder is the tulips. We've been discussing what we could possibly do in 2024. And we may not be able to actually have a trip because the um, the other ladies, it's like there's conflicts right and left and left and right. We're like, oh my gosh. But they are all coming to Tampa in January. Uh, Tampa has a celebration every year called Gasparilla. And basically, it's Mardi Gras with pirates. And it is it's fun. It's quite the party. So they're going to come here and either they're either going to stay at a, at a Hyatt here or at my house. I don't think I keep my house cold enough for some of them, <laughs> but they're going to come down and experience Gasparilla with me. So I guess we'll kind of get a tulip trip and I don't get to go anywhere for it. I remember missing out on that last year because I was, in, as we get into our main event, I remember that I happened to be down there the week that they had that, that was the my, children's parade my my daughter so i was down in we we didn't go but we were in the area as that was all going on i believe yeah that was the children's parade you were in town for this is the big parade where it's a little more adult level oriented let's just say well and if that's the same week while mike and i are doing our pancake runs so i don't know if that happens to fall on that same week or not but i don't think it's the same week i think the weekend you guys are doing your pancake run might be the children's parade again okay so gasparilla is always the last saturday in january okay we'll be doing yep. that the week before how about you do you have trips well i've been working on a few things and a lot of it's fine-tuning stuff you know as this episode airs i should have just finished up requalifying for some level of status with United because I used an award, a saver award I just booked yesterday for a flight that I'm going to take tomorrow. Oh gosh. <laughs> that will finish what I needed to earn the premier qualifying points to obtain some level of status. It'll be quite the fall from 1K to silver, but 
Uh, it will give me the ability to still get upgrades if uh, one happens to be available and there's nobody else on the list. And right. then, uh, you know, I use some points to buy out also to come back actually uh, using like 6,000 American miles. And I've already, I cleared with uh, American status, I cleared almost 100 hours out. I think it was 99 hours and 50 minutes out. So I'm already upgraded for the flight home. I just got back from the Hyatt Regency Cleveland at the arcade. We had a premium suite that I chose to do. There were a couple of ways you could book it. One was with $650 cash. One was with about $350 cash and 9,000 points. Or one was with just using all points, 24,000 points. And I chose to go all points this time because the... You know, I just didn't want to spend $350 cash on top of using some point, but we had, you know, free parking. We had a nice breakfast and then Jackie met me there and we did a little bit of work towards our San Antonio event, as well as the work on the drawing for the 100K giveaway, which will link that and the full giveaway, which will have been this past Tuesday as this episode airs. So We'll do that right before Taco Tuesday and have that so we can announce maybe next week or the following episode who the winners are of the 100K, as well as, you know, the fact that we're giving away some War Travel 201 subscription credits and a couple of one-on-ones with us to go over your strategies. So I think that'll be fun. The other thing is I am toying with a existing reservation I had. I booked the Park Hyatt St. Kitts. And I've been looking forward to that. I booked that probably six months ago or so. But the, hmm. I've been just looking at it and saying, I really would like this suite that I used a suite upgrade award, but there's a suite that's a very premium suite to what, you know, is there. And I, I was like, how am I going to get that and guarantee that I have that? And the thing is, is that basically this thing is going to, be a suite that I think will be a special treat for my wife. Having the this full pool and, and sauna overlooking the hills or mountains or whatever you want to call it, that's going to be something that she enjoys and I'm enjoying. So I'm going to throw out a little cash and I contacted my concierge to get that upgraded. So hopefully that'll be fun. And finally, I use some points to visit my brother and sister-in-law for Christmas. I'm flying out Christmas Day, staying out a couple of days in Georgia and going to see them again using cash at the Hyatt place because Christmas rates, nobody is paying uh, a high level of points. It's just not worth doing anything from there. So I'm going to end up uh, staying there on cash and that'll pretty much wrap up that. What bonuses did we get, Angie? Well, so I told you all about how P2 would not call Amex for the business gold card that he had applied for. Um, and it probably turns out that that was a good thing because we had he had received an email from Amex about the 150K Amex business platinum card because you know, we didn't have enough, plus a business checking account, which he didn't have one. I had one. And if you did both of them, you got 20,000 points on top of it. So it was about 220,000 points plus whatever you earned on the spend. So I was a little nervous, but I'm like, all right, I'll give it a try. I'll be darned, he was approved. So even though they wouldn't give him the business gold, they gave him the business platinum with no questions asked. 
promptly paid my property taxes. Or, yeah, property taxes and a few other like repair bills around the house. And sadly, I'm really close to hitting that minimum spend already on that card. <laughs> But luckily, he had also applied for a new Chase Inc. card based with my personal referral back on like November 18th and got the dreaded, you know, oh, we'll let you know. And um, I'm like, okay, yeah, there's no way I'm going to get him to call Chase and, you know, try and talk his way into getting this one. So we'll just let it sit. I'm sitting at like a golf tournament or something. And all of a sudden I see an email slide across my my phone and I have my phone because that's what I use for my GPS. Don't everybody criticize me for using my phone on the golf course. You think I've heard that before possibly. Anyway, so I saw the email scroll by that said something about your new Chase card. I'm like, wait, what? So, okay, yeah, I did. I went ahead and opened the email right there on the golf course and I'll be darned, he got approved. So really small credit limit. But he and they didn't take anything, though, from his existing ink card, which I found very interesting. So we'll finish up the business platinum card very quickly. I've almost finished funding the checking account. And then it just has to sit there for a certain period of time before we get those points. And then we'll start working on that ink card. And I also have a couple of emails from Amex as well saying, oh, get an authorized user and we'll give you 10,000 points. So I might do one or two of those if I've if I've got the spend floating around out there. Yeah, the last time I talked about the uh, business platinum, I had mentioned that that was something I was considering getting, and uh, that I had an offer that was good through the end of the year. And in the meantime, since we've recorded that episode, I got that same two hundred twenty thousand offer that you did uh, targeted. It was uh, scheduled that you had to. Uh, register for it by, I think, the 12th of December. So it had a shorter time limit. And I ran into an issue with that. I was approved for the card itself with the bonus. So it was a targeted, no lifetime limit offer. We talked about the NLLs in the lingo episode, last episode a little bit. But the card itself, I was approved for without an issue. But I need to get a hold of Amex because they're giving me a hard time online about getting another bank account. And in the terms and condition, it does say you can't get a second bank account if you've had one before or have one now. So uh, there may be some kind of lifetime language on the checking account bonuses as well. And this is a business account. It is not a consumer account. But I, I need to call them and I haven't had time to get in touch with them yet on that. Because the thing is, is that I was targeted for the whole thing. And it's like, hey, get 150 for the card, get 50 for the checking account, get 20 if you do both. So that's 220,000. But then, you know, in the fine print, it does say, you know, that you can't get it. So I got to find out what I need to do to get that because I was kind of counting on having an extra 70,000 points available to me. It would kind of stink to not get that. But nonetheless, you know, we did talk about the fact that there are some expenses and unfortunately I'm cutting trees down. I'm getting a new front door, <laughs> new garage door and a bunch of other things. So I will unfortunately be able to knock out the spend for that card as well. And then the other trick I had is, you know, in award travel 201, I'm not going to get into that here, but there was a, a little trick I shared on how I uh, managed to find a way to buy American miles at a significant discount to what you can get them for. Uh, this is something I shared in Award Travel 201. If you are interested in that group, it is $89.99 annually. And I shared how I purchased American Miles, a hundred and I think 13,000 of them for right around a penny a piece. So 
If you want to do that, I'll link that to the group. And if you want to join the group, feel free to do so. Let's hop into our highlight feature, trip recaps. And I had quite a few. So let's talk about some that uh, you had first. Well, so as, you know, as we're getting to the end of the year, it's time to look back on the things we did and where we were successful. And I think I probably had, I had more trips in 2022. I think I had, I had something every single month that I did in 2022 with three international trips. But in 2023, I had a a number of trips and we've talked about them on the podcast before, but these were like major big trips this year. So I think it all kind of evened out. You know, it started off the year. We don't do anything in January because of that whole Gasparilla thing. We talked about that. But started off the year in March going to on our safari. And that was pretty much paid for by points. The flights and the post-safari hotels were all on points. But I used cash for the safari itself. And then we had two AT101201 meetups. I did that in May and in August. And I also had in April our son's kind of redo wedding, whatever you want to call it, celebration. And I used <laughs> I used points for that for the reception. And for the meetups that we went to, those were all done on either using Amex incidental credits, Southwest travel funds, you know, credits and things that I had using free night certificates and points and whatnot. So no money out of pocket for those other than, you know, the activities and doing things. Bali and Singapore in September. And that was a huge trip. Very much enjoyed that. And that was all using points for flights and hotels and very, very minimal out of pocket for that one. We did a family trip to go up to Indiana back in the summer in July to go see our son and our, my in-laws and go to P2's high school reunion. And we used Southwest Companion Pass and Southwest Travel Funds. And since we were visiting family, we had no, we didn't have to have a rental car. We didn't have to have a hotel. And then when we just did this most recent trip where we went to Indiana and Kentucky, it was another use of the Companion Pass and Southwest Travel Funds. And then we did use free night certificates in Kentucky for the meeting so that he could save his budget for other things that he wanted to do. So I don't have a total dollar amount. I think over the year, I have priced out kind of how much everything would have been. But I want to say roughly, I'm looking at $60,000 in travel that and that's probably on the low end. And I probably got it for six thousand, seven thousand. No, no, probably about eight thousand dollars total out of pocket between the two big trips. And there's just no way in life that 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 ever would have happened before yeah. the zombie ever. I was just noticing today on our Google Home, it's been happening for the past couple of days. Seven years ago was when I went to Paris for the very first time in my life, and it was before I was really doing this hobby. We paid cash for the plane ticket. Blue premium economy on American. And let me tell you, other than the fact that the plane didn't crash, <laughs> it was probably the worst flight I've ever taken in my life. It was horrible. But I'm grinning ear to ear in all those pictures because it was my first time ever going there. And now I've gotten to go to all these major things and I'm not sitting in premium economy in an absolute horrible product on a really old plane on American when I'm doing these things. No, it's definitely life-changing. And I think about the things that we're able to do using award travel today and the things that I wouldn't have done years ago, you know, a weekend trip or a short weekend trip. And this goes back to 
you know, our post of the week at the beginning of the show talking about how, you know, anybody can do this hobby game, whatever you want to call it in their own unique way. Uh, a lot of weekend trips would not have been possible for me. And, you know, just being able to do that, I, I feel like we are so fortunate and, you know, you can do again, just because of your ability to do so many different things that you may not have considered doing before without having these advantages to, you know, the general public. Yep, absolutely. So how about your trips? Because you had a, you had a major one, but you had a whole lot of weekend trips. <laughs> yeah, I looked at it, the the list here and uh, because it, it's always interesting, kind of my goal through throughout doing this since I began was my goal was originally to get to an average of about one trip per month. And I'd say that I did not quite uh, meet that until right before the pandemic. I think in 2019, I hit it for the very first time. And obviously, 2020 put a huge dent in that. Uh, we didn't do a whole lot of anything in 2020, but we did start picking it up in 2021. I think last year I had uh, what I consider to be 13 miles and points trips that were totaled up. Maybe it was 14. I don't remember exactly. I know it was over one per month on average. And this year, I, I counted up 19 different trips that I made in oh my some gosh. part because of award travel. And five of those were just local staycations. It was a date night with my wife. One of them we just got back from, I mentioned earlier, we have one for New Year's Eve at the Ritz-Carlton. You know, cash rates at the Ritz-Carlton when I booked it were almost $1,000 a night. I booked it for like 46, 47,000 Marriott Bonvoy points. That was what it would have cost except for I used a free night award certificate plus some points. So, you know, that's going to be our new year, how we close out New Year's. That's my 19th trip of the year. You know, we use a lot of free night award certificates and I even use choice points. Uh, we did something different and we, instead of heading up north to Cleveland, our very first date night this year, we went down south to uh, Amish country and stayed at a high end choice property down there. And, you know, that was just kind of fun way to do something that we'd not done before. And it kind of was a makeup for me because I was mad that we didn't get to go on our spring break trip and we were <laughs> throwing stuff out of the basement and doing dumpster, you know, had a dumpster and cleaning <laughs> trash up instead. But, you know, we you did a lot of, list. yeah, I, I did a lot of runs with uh, my kid. They did uh, two trips each with my kids this year individually. So I did it burned up certs with my my daughter on one and I burned up certs with my son on one. And then we we did one where we just kind of stayed put with each of them. So I did four trips with my just my kids this year. That was new. I've never we had never traveled with just my son anywhere. My my wife hasn't even traveled with just my son anywhere. And I've mentioned before in previous podcasts and posts in the group that my son is on the spectrum. So it's something that she was very nervous for on our first trip back in August. We went to Las Vegas for four nights, five days, and we had some unexpected things happen that changed up what we were supposed to do with travel that I was kind of concerned with. What will happen? You know, what will his reaction be? Because he doesn't do well with changes. And, you know, but I, I did well. We, we got through it. We, we made it all work. And so, you know, those are some things that, again, I would have never done. We 
We did it in part because I had all these rewards that were either expiring or going to burn up. So, you know, I got to take him in Polaris business class on my flat seats for 12,500 Turkish miles that were going to expire if I didn't use them. So, you know, mm-hmm. I got to take him to the Park Hyatt in uh, San Diego and Oceana LXR in Santa Monica. And we did some cool things that, again, I just, I can't imagine having ever done that. And some of those trips all by themselves, I mean, both my, I, I know that the, what I call the cert burning trips for my son and my daughter, each of those was well over $5,000 a piece. They were both close to 6000 each, if you would have looked at them from a retail standpoint. So things that I would not have even done, even if I could right. afford it. So it's not something like, hey, I'm going to go out and spend $6,000 for a three-day trip. That's stupid. Who's ever going? Right. <laughs> I mean, you have to be somebody special in order to do that, and I'm not. So, you know, we did our fa- first family trip out of country. It wasn't hugely out of country. We went to Mexico. So we stayed down at the Andaz Mayacoba. That was like that suite had we had to pay cash for it was over $10,000 for that week. We did pay a cash component to get upgraded to that, but we upgraded from the suite that we were already using a sweet upgrade award. So that was kind of something that, again, you know, was a small cash component relative to what the awards and the sweet upgrade awards cost. I did a, a couple of concerts. I did a, I fought, went to see my favorite YouTuber slash freestyler, Harry Mack in Chicago. We used up some United Travel Bank for that with my wife and I got to see him in person. I just, I am thrilled that I Got to use a free night award certificate at the Thompson Chicago that was like $650, $700. And here it is, a category one through four free night award certificate uh. covering that. So, you know, things like that. And then, of course, the biggest trip of all, you know, the trip with my dad back to Croatia and all the places we did. We flew some incredible and aspirational flights in first class. And, you know, again, it's hard to really put numbers on these things other than what we see as retail, but for 700,000 points that I'd burned on that trip, which felt pretty expensive to me, looking at the comparative cash prices of $45,000, I felt like we were getting off pretty pretty uh, cheap. So I know that right. I have well over $100,000 in retail travel. I, don't, I didn't actually total what that's going to be, but I'm certain it's somewhere in the hundred to 150,000 from a retail standpoint. Of course, it's hard to look at those again when you look that way, because if you start booking them in round trips and really pricing them out, most people, if you are going to book these kind of things, you're not going to book these one ways where their cash prices are inflated. But, you know, if we look at it as what it is, then it's, Something that, again, I would have never done. I, I don't even make that much in a year. So <laughs> it's not something that uh, most people would be able to fathom doing. And when they, they see it, they probably, you know, if I post things like this on my personal page, people think I'm wealthy beyond belief, but I'm not. I'm a regular person that learned how to do award travel and use some sweet spots and points transfer partners and we were looking to do more for 2024. So I'm excited for what the future has in store for us. I did actually think of two more trips when I was looking at your list there, because 
we had to go get our house tended. So you burned some free night certificates for that to go stay at the beach. Mm -hmm. And then I did go to Chicago for um, Chicago seminars as well. So it was close to, it was close to one trip a month. I want to say I didn't have anything in January and I didn't have anything in February, but I think I had something every other month other than November and December. I've been home since then. And I said, I'm starting to get a little twitchy over here. Yeah, I was feeling that way because my last trip was Zork Fest prior to this weekend. And, you know, some people might not be all that impressed with a tri- trip to Cleveland, especially when you live 45 minutes away. But, <laughs> you know, I, I use miles or travel rewards to do that. So even if it's just a one night getaway from, you know, my wife and me getting away to go do something and, and have time to ourselves without the kids trying to put their fingers under the door and, and say hi to us. <laughs> it's something that we we get to spend some time reconnect and because, you know, everyday life is crazy sometimes. And, and you know, you get in, in a grind of work, this, you know, the kids stuff, my, my daughter's violin. I mean, she takes two lessons every week. She's in two orchestras. She's every week now we're going to have three hours of time traveling to and from an orchestra lesson. And it's just like all this stuff. And when do you get time with each other to reconnect, make that time with one another to, you know, not fall apart. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking to get a divorce and lose everything <laughs> either. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's smart. Do this stuff now. So it's, like I said, it's just, Things that I wouldn't have been able to do without this. And I think that's why we pay our annual fees and we get our sign-up bonuses and we we look for ways to maximize all these. And it just, again, you know, you talk about having to get out of the house while you were getting it uh, fumigated or whatever. I mean, different things that you, you didn't expect to do or whatever. This is what this is all about. And for me, you know, I I have it all over the place. We had, you know, flights on Southwest to flights on Emirates and Lufthansa in first class. So I'm all over the gamut. I'm a, you know, hundred K elite diamond elite, whatever with frontier now. So (laughs) we'll be using that more next year and for the cheap cash flights whenever possible. I think putting all, you know, this together for an entire strategy, that's where it starts really connecting and you start seeing the massive saving because you have so many options. Exactly. So with that, I think that wraps up our trips in short. Let's hop into the tip of the week. It's December. So what that means is it is time for you to make certain that you have used all of your credits and calendar your perks and things, particularly on all of your Amex cards, because there's quite a few of them. Do not wait until the last week of the month in case they don't post in time. So start looking at what you have out there. I think I got an email yesterday from a Ward Wallet listing an awful lot of things. Look and see where you are on your Hilton cards if you are close to being able to earn a free night certificate, if you can spend towards one of those. It kind of said, oh, you're really close on these two cards. I'm like, really? But they were my aspires. I'm going to get the free night <laughs> certificate anyway. <laughs> like, okay, that wasn't very helpful. But go and make certain that you've used everything. I have been spending the past week or so Using up all mine, using my Dell credits, the my remaining Dell credits, using my Saks credits, which nothing has posted yet. So I get to sit here now and stock my Amex accounts every day to see if they would please post those credits for me. I don't recall seeing anything. I'm I think I'm fairly certain mine all posted because I just went through 
all of my cards and to see where I was with everything and get all the cards paid off. And uh, I'm pretty sure mine posted, but I'll have to double check on that, see if mine did. No, I don't, I don't know if it was the holiday or what, but I'm going on about a week now and I'm still waiting on quite a few things to post. So, and I may be closing my personal platinum card because they're not giving me any kind of retention offer other than to use my points to pay the annual fee. And no, I'm thank just, you. Yeah, no, thanks. I'll pass. Um, Bye-bye. And I'm, getting a, <laughs> I'm getting a little bit tired of managing all of these credits. So we'll see. I got to do math. But anyway, there we go. There's our tip. Awesome. Well, where can we find you, Angie? You can find us all the time in the free over 100,000 plus member Award Travel 101 community on Facebook. And if you want to jump into more intermediate and advanced strategy, our Award Travel 201 community is filled with those who look to dig into the weeds a little further for more outsized value. Or if you would like to book time with our team to discuss how to better your earning and burning strategies, check out our Award Travel one-on-one consulting service. You can also email us at contactawardtravel at gmail.com with any concerns, questions, anything that you want. We are happy to help and answer. And if learning in person is more your style, you can register now for our spring meetup in beautiful downtown San Antonio by the Riverwalk currently sold out but we have a wait list and everybody's plans change do you recommend go ahead and book your hotel make certain it's fully cancelable just in case one of those tickets does pop open because the hotel probably will sell out and stay tuned for next week when we have allison and jackie to share their trip down to where did they go to they went to rio down to copacabana and to see taylor swift it'll be fun stories of their trips down there and everything that went on and all the fiascos and good stuff that happened along the way. Fiascos with Allison and Jackie? (laughs) Oh, surely you jest. (laughs) So we appreciate you joining and listening to the Award Travel 101 podcast. Thank you for being here with us every week and we'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.